yo, yo, what up, podcast family? And shout out to all my soon-to-be subscribers. Welcome to Everybody Somebody. I'm your host, Jason Snow, and thank you for tuning in. Wherever it is you get your podcast, make sure you like this and subscribe to this. Show me some love. Now let's hop into this next episode. Yo, yo, welcome back to another episode. Today with me, I have a very special guest. Um, goes by the name of Pete McPherson. Hopefully I'm saying that right, right, Pete? Yeah, that's good enough. Thank you, Jason, for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, so I'll kind of give a, um, and I'll let Pete introduce himself more, but I'll kind of give a, explain how I came across Pete. Um, I was sitting down just just thinking, trying to figure out some ways to to get into podcasting. And I was on YouTube, of course, just like everyone else. And I was just looking to how to start a podcast. And Pete pops up. So I watched his video uh, and downloaded his checklist. And on his checklist, he has a little blurb that says, um, if you want me to hop on your podcast with you, please shoot me an email. I would love to talk. And I was like, "Ah, he can't be serious. So I was like, heck, I'm going to send him an email anyway. He responded back and here we are. So I'm really grateful for you to actually give me the opportunity to sit down and talk with you. Oh, well, first of all, I forgot I even did that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and number two, I, I think podcasting is the, the most easiest fun, I'm going to call it marketing, but even if you're not doing it specifically to market anything, it's just totally easy and it's totally off the cup and fun. So yeah, I, I would go on anybody's podcast for the most part. I'm not, I don't mean that to say like, oh, I'm going to Jason's podcast, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I just love doing it. Yeah. 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 No, I definitely appreciate it, man. I was, uh, I was nervous. I was like, man, I was like, this guy has been, you know, he's has a YouTube channel he podcast was like, he's just going to be way over my head, out of my league. Oh, but I just famous. really want to pick his brain and just <laughs> just hear more. <laughs> oh, well, I'm flattered by that. Thank you. But that's totally not the case. I'm just a normal dude. I'm wearing a sweatshirt right now and socks <laughs> and drinking water out of a bottle. That's fine. That's fine. Same as me. <laughs> I'm sitting here in my closet where, you know, I got the all oh, my, yeah. my clothing everywhere just to make sure I block out my dog from barking and just hear everything clearer. That sounds great, by the way. Good job. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah. So, hey, man, we're going to hop right into it. I want to know more about you. I know I'm pretty sure there's a lot of YouTube videos and and, and and blogging that you do that probably explains more. But just for my my listeners that will be listening and then maybe want to just go research you, can you just kind of give us a rundown or just a, a background of who yeah, Pete is? Absolutely. So I'll, I'll start at the present day and then I'll jump backwards really quick. Okay. So you hit the nail on the head. I'm a I'm a full-time creator. And quite frankly, I love every second of it. So I do YouTube. I do podcasting. I, I used to be a blogger, hence the, the name of my business is Do You Even Blog? It's a little silly, a little goofy, a little funny, but I, I'm just into it. I love <laughs> talking about creating content and online business and running your own online business. That's kind of what I help people do nowadays. And I'm very blessed to be able to do that full-time. Uh, let me jump back now and help set that up. So I used to be an accountant, but even before I was an accountant, I was a musician and long story short, I kind of decided I loved music, but I didn't want to do it for the rest of my life. And it just so happened. I I made that decision after already going through, uh, almost three years of (laughs) a music degree at college. (laughs) I was like three years in, I was going to graduate the next year. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just stop and do something different. (laughs) So I did. And that was a miserable transition, if I'm being honest. Wow. And I went through 
uh, four or five different majors, like trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. Basically, I had no idea. Everything I'd known was music. I still love music to this day, and I'm glad I didn't do it as a career. And eventually, I kind of settled into sociology only because I found it fascinating. And I graduated, and that was like the recession, late 2008, early 2009. First of all, no one's hiring sociologists anyways, let alone you know peak recession. <laughs> so I had to figure that out again. I was like, all right, now what? And a mentor of mine, just a, kind of a friend of the family, he's also a, a dean of the business school back in my hometown where I grew up, actually. So I, I was talking with this guy. His name was Dub. Uh, it's a funny name, but that's his name, Dub. And Dub. <laughs> Like got me into accounting. He he knew me well enough to kind of understand. I was, I was fairly smart, not the smartest kid, but fairly smart. I liked numbers. I liked money. I liked learning how money operated. He he kind of knew that. He's like, you should try accounting. And I was like, okay, well, let's let's give it a shot. Yeah. So I went back to school. I got my undergrad and my master's. I could kind of do both at the same time, so it only took two years max. And I actually kind of enjoyed it. I was like, all right, this is good. And what I enjoyed most of all was this prospect of getting a job, right? Like a, the big mm-hmm. old J-O-B. <laughs> and it worked. I passed my CPA exam. I got my license. Like I, I got my first quote unquote big person job, paid $52,000 a year, the most money I had ever heard of. <laughs> I was blown away that somebody was going to hire me. It's just unbelievable. And I thought I'd like hit the American dream. I got married during that time to my wife. And moved to Atlanta, big city, right? I'm from small town of Georgia. And I got a job and I buy a car. It's like, have money coming in? It's like totally Man. the American dream. Except for one thing, and that is that I hated it. I hated <laughs> it. I hated commuting to work. I hated working 40 hours a week for something that really wasn't that exciting. I was a pretty good accountant. I knew enough to you know get by and get promotions, yeah. but I just hated it. There was no meaning there whatsoever. Like literally none. And so I spent the next four and a half, five years trying to figure out how to get out. I started blogs. I started online businesses. I learned what side hustling was. I learned uh, all the stuff, right? Yeah. The stuff that I, I currently talk about a lot on Do You Even Blog. I was kind of learning and teaching with the dream of escaping that. You yeah. probably heard this before. Your listeners might have heard this too, like escaping the nine to five. Well, that was actually yeah. me. I was actually wondering, I have to get out of this 40 hour, 50, 60 hour a week job. Man. Oh my gosh. So the end of the story is I I took a startup job. I was going to quit accounting. I took a startup job that was going to pay me half or not half, but like uh, they were still going to pay me a salary, mm-hmm. but I only had to work half time. So I was like, this is sweet. This is the deal, right? The best of both <laughs> worlds. I'm going to get a salary and make some money. Not as much as I did in accounting, but enough yeah. to provide for a family. And I only have to work 20 hours a week. Boom, this is it. I'm going to start blogs. I'm going to start my own business. Well, I got laid off after a week because they ran out of money. I got one paycheck. They paid me one paycheck. And then they said like, Pete, you're literally the best employee on the entire planet. We love you. You're literally our favorite human being, but we don't have any money. They didn't say most of that, but they did say we didn't have any money. (laughs) So at that point, I had to decide. I was like, I could go back to accounting or I could kind of go off the deep end. We can talk about the personal finance side of this if you want to here in a minute, but we had a little bit saved up in an emergency fund to allow me to do this, mm-hmm. but I chose to be, I chose to give this a shot, this whole full-time side hustle, full-time entrepreneurship. Yeah. And you log was born right then and there. 
And then that wow. was almost four years ago at this point, I believe that was, uh, Late 2016, early 2017, but going strong. So I'm loving it. You're 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 self-taught. Yeah, I, I, I feel <laughs> like you know because <laughs> I mean just along the way, just hearing music, accounting, CPA, like everything, it, like it never mentioned you know anything with like the digital media or marketing or self entrepreneurship. So it's pretty much you was like, hey, I'm going to go out on a limb to take that leap of faith. And just self-teach myself and see if I can see what I can do with this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the important thing for people to realize is I'm one of those people who who absolutely believes there is no such thing as overnight success, by the way. Mm-hmm. And what I kind of glossed over and telling my own little story there, which sounds really great, by the way. I'm a full-time entrepreneur now. I'm, I have a six-figure business. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love what I do. I work like 20, 30 hours a week. That sounds like the dream life to a lot of people. Hey, the dream. What I, yeah. <laughs> hang on. Wait, wait, wait. What I glossed <laughs> over there is that I've been suffering, trying to figure that out for over 12 years now. Man. My first podcast I started in 2000, I actually don't know. It's either early 2009 or late 2008, right after I graduated. So I guess it would have been 2009. I started my first podcast then, and it was terrible. I started my first two or three blogs then. Over the course of the next seven or eight years at that point, I've started over 50 plus blogs, online businesses, side hustles. I have lost a lot of money. I've wasted a lot of time. I struggled like from the emotional like ups and downs, mm-hmm. the, the roller coaster of entrepreneurship, right? I, I just want to highlight that. Like It sounds kind of like the dream life, but it took over a decade to even get to where I am now. And it's still not where I want to be. Yes. I want to have a seven figure business. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't let that, don't let that go unnoticed. Man, like yeah, eight yeah, years yeah. before this. And I think, and I think everyone knows, um, unless you hit the lottery, but, <laughs> but it's still, at, you probably still put a lot of money into it. It's, it's very rare that one person just decides to wake up one day and had never played the lottery before went out and played it and hit it. Like that rarely happens. But yeah, yeah I, I think, um, Everyone knows that there's there's a there's a struggle, um, and there's always light at the end of the tunnel. But you just have to be willing to to go through that struggle to get where you want to get. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't said it better. So, so you you spoke about your your first podcast. You said 2009. So at, at that time in 2009, and I'm like I'm late in the game as far as podcasting. How was it then? Um, like how was was it, was podcasting big? Sorry for my ignorance on it. But no. was it big at the time or? No, you know what people said then? I'm late to the game in podcasting. I'm not in joking. 2009. People, absolutely. People were saying, wow, late to the game. Podcasting? Oh, man, I wish I'd started in 2006. People were saying that in 2009. What? I was saying that in 2009. Um, it was newer than it is now, obviously. There were less tools to make it easy to produce a podcast. Like we're using a program called Zencaster right now for people uh-huh. who don't know it allowed Jason to just send me a link to record. And it was like, it's just magic, right? Like it yeah. just works. It's easy. It's in the browser. <laughs> yeah. That didn't exist in 2008, 2009 or whatever. So there were some parts that were a little bit different. It's just, sorry. I just had to point that out. it's funny how all of us think like, uh, <laughs> I wish I'd started five years ago on anything. I think this all the time. I wish I had I wish I had stuck with that verb podcast in 2009. Honestly, I'm like, oh man, look where I would be today. Yeah. <laughs> if I started the Do You Even Blog podcast 10 years ago. Oh man. But people were saying that then. <laughs> man. Just, 
funny to say. So I don't actually think you're late to the podcasting game. In fact, I think you're still relatively early to the podcasting game. It's, it's crazy that you said like they were co- they were considering you late in 2009. Like I graduated high school in 2005. Mm-hmm. I, honestly, I don't even know if I knew what a podcast was or even heard of a podcast yeah. or even listen. Well, I know I didn't listen to one, but I'm trying to think like who was who would be like the big podcasters around that time. It's kind of like, you know, we still had CDs in our in CD players. And, and that's when I know the, uh, the iPods were really starting to come out. So I'm like podcasting in 2005, 2006 is kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was tiny compared to what it is now, to be fair. Uh, what, what was your original question? I don't actually remember. It was your, that, that first podcast in 2009. Like, what was your, was it, was it about, do you even blog or was it just kind of just a random topic? No, it's, it's actually somewhat interesting. So I, so I like college football, but other than college football, I'm not a sports person. Part of the reason is I was never that great at sports personally, just being honest (laughs) with you. Um, and I'm just not that much into it. Like I don't watch sports on TV. Except for the occasional college football game. Gotcha. But my friends, I'm a Georgia fan. Yep. Okay. Um, And two of my buddies on the University of Georgia drumline that I marched on, they emailed me. They're like, hey, man, we're starting a sports podcast. And we know that you, I think I already had a blog at this point. We know that you do some stuff on the internet. Do you want to help us out with this podcast? I was like, "Uh, yeah. Cool. That sounds totally nerdy. I have no, I had no idea what a podcast was for sure. And so I I was terrible at it, by the way. I mean, just terrible at every aspect. Not well, only were you the, a co-host or are you just like help them out with it? <laughs> I was uh, both. I was both? the editor okay. and producer and they also let me co-host. And uh, <laughs> my, my, my real life friends, as in not them, but like people who listened to it, they made fun of me because it was terrible. And rightfully so. It was really bad. It was really awkward. You can actually still go listen to it. It's called Sports Chop shop the sports chop shop chop shop okay. yeah i was only on like the first 10 episodes and then they were like i don't know about this dude anymore it was really bad the takeaway is uh, i had to go down the street to like a bargain basement store that had some used books i literally walked there from my house at the time and i bought a podcasting for dummies book you remember those like they were thick mm-hmm. and yellow books those yellow yellow books <laughs> i bought one and i read it cover to cover like podcasting for dummies. And that's where I learned how to edit and produce. And now it's like an absolute joke. I can teach somebody how to like edit a podcast in three and a half minutes. But back then, Man. like I had to read the podcasting for dummies book. <laughs> wow. That, that, that's, that's crazy. I, um, I mean, I figure everyone pretty much starts podcasting with like random friends that just ask them like, Hey, you want to hop on this podcast with me? Yep. Uh, I, I didn't have any, intentions on actually starting a podcast until I started listening to um uh I think I was on YouTube one day and I'm 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 a guy that just loves random stuff and random information and just crazy topics. So I listen to Joe Rogan's because he has some of the the most random people. Like there many smart and intelligent people on it on his podcast, but like the most recent episode I listened to was of a guy talking about uh, an alien ship landing in in some African country. Like stuff like that. Like I just love to listen to just weird stuff and just make me think about it. But I never envisioned like starting my own podcast until my wife was like, Hey, you're always sitting there watching podcasts. I mean, you and your friends debate about stuff. You talk about stuff. You, you're so curious about stuff. You want to know so much stuff. Why don't you start your own and just try to just see where it goes. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Not a bad idea. Okay. So started 
looking at YouTube videos. And this is how I found Pete. <laughs> I'm here for you. I like to meet people right there, right there when they're the first starting and try to make it easier for people. I consider that like pretty much my job. So yeah, I'm glad you found me, Jason. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate you. So I, I, I'll move on it and just talk about uh, more so with, do you even blog? I know you say you don't, you don't really blog anymore. Is, just, is it mainly you just work with the marketing and trying to help people create their own online businesses? Yeah. Uh, I, I still help people blog. Okay. I think for me personally, so there's, there's two things. And I would actually recommend this to you and everybody else, by the way, who thinks they want to start a podcast, who thinks they want to start a YouTube channel, who thinks they want to start a blog, who thinks they want to start a side hustle. I would actually spend a little bit of time up front asking yourself, what do I really want? Mm-hmm. And more specifically, how do I want to do it? As in, for a lot of people, I don't know if this is you or not, Jason. You can, mm-hmm. I'd love to hear what you think. You, you go up and weigh him and tell me. Some people literally just want to do it for fun. It's just the hobby bloggers, the hobby podcasters. Totally cool. They don't care if they, they get a single download. They, they just want to do it, right? It's kind of fun. Playing around with mics, playing around mm-hmm. with the internet and building a website. <laughs> it's kind of fun. So people are like that. Other people are like, I want to quit my job. This needs to make money. <laughs> like I yeah, want yeah. to start a business. <laughs> I want to have control of my own life. And there's a thousand people in between those. So you, you're asking me about blogging and, and podcasting and what I do and what I help people do. I, I used to blog. I stopped because I don't actually just enjoy it. It took me years to figure that out. Yeah. I like talking. I like talking on camera. I like talking to you via Zencaster, like we said earlier. <laughs> this is the content that I enjoy doing. And so I stopped blogging, which is a little silly because my brand name is Do You Even Blog? But I stopped doing that because I like this format better. And it took me a long time to figure that out. And I, I, I still help people with SEO traffic, with website formatting and, and tools and softwares to make that easier. I still help people with all that stuff. I like to really help people build online businesses. Just what you said. Yeah. I think blogging, I'm, I'm totally for the hobbyist. Don't get me wrong, but I know part of my life's purpose is to help people with a little bit more than that. I want to help people quit their jobs, earn enough so their spouse could quit their uh, teaching job yeah. That, that's like so many people. I don't know why I gave that example, but a lot of people, literally, it's like their spouse is a teacher and their teacher needs to quit for whatever reason. Anyways, uh, <laughs> those are my people. I want to help people supplement their income, make full-time income through the internet. That's all. That's like my life's purpose at the moment. I don't know if that yeah. answered your question or not, Jason. No, but there it is. yeah, perfect, perfect. And 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 to answer your question, um, my, my wife actually asked me the same thing uh, when I, I think I'm on... I haven't I haven't put this podcast out at the time. So once people listen, they'll know that I'm going to hit them with about six episodes. I, I took your advice. You said three to five episodes before you put it out there. So yeah. this is actually going to be my fifth and it's going to get ready to go. But she was like, so what do you want to do with this? Like, are you just doing this just to do it or or you want to like try to make a profit off of it? And I, and I and it hit me like at first I was like, you know what? Yeah, I just you know, I just want to talk, you know, have fun, just and just conversate with people and just meet new people. And, at, and and another part of me is like, well, the competitive Jason wants to see if I actually can turn this into something to where I can create a profit. Maybe not so much of being able to quit my job or have my wife quit her job, but just to see if it could just be some type of side income to come in and help us just, just to happen. So yeah. 
So I actually, and that's when I'm kind of, as I've been sitting here, like, you know, just thinking about um, just topics and, and people who I can, who I can try to interview. I'm, I'm really trying to figure out like, man, like, where can I take this? Yeah. I got, you want me to weigh in on that? Sure. Sure. Okay. This is my jam. So I'm going to jump in right here. I got three things for you. Number one, and I'll tell this for pretty much everybody, but since I'm talking to you, I'll kind of tailor this to you a little bit. Okay. First thing I would always say to everybody is it's your decision. You get to run the blog, the podcast, the business, the side hustle, the hobby, whatever it is. You get to do whatever you want to do. That's the beauty of this. That's the yeah. beauty of working for yourself is people like me, people like anybody else on the internet, anybody on YouTube, they don't get to tell you how to run your business. They don't get to tell you if it's for a profit or if it's just for fun. You get to make that decision. That's very empowering. Now, it's also frustrating because then you're like, well, what do I want? But <laughs> that's, that's step numbers two and three. Step number one, Jason gets to decide what Jason does. And it takes a long time to like be comfortable with that, but that, that should be one of your goals. That's number one. Number two, there will always be a trade-off. Hang on one second. Sorry about that. I messed things up. You can leave that in. Don't edit it out. That's <laughs> so, it's all good. Something stupid. <laughs> Anyways, point number two, I would say there is always a, there's a fine line. There's a trade-off between doing this strictly as a business, doing this strictly as a profit versus having fun. Yeah. What I just told you a second ago is still valid. You could absolutely just run this business however you want. You could not care anything about monetizing or running ads or selling products. You can not do any of that stuff. You could do entirely what you want. But if you do it that way, you might not make as much money. And the vice versa is also true. If you're approaching this, like this podcast is going to be an enterprise. Eventually I want this to supplement, uh, $5,000 a month in income eventually. So I can do X, Y, Z career decision. If you're approaching it from that, there's going to be trade-offs as well. Meaning maybe you don't get to do the podcast you really want to do. Maybe you don't need to get that guest over there because that guest is not part of what your audience wants from you. It's not part of what your audience needs from you. Maybe you don't get to talk about these topics because those aren't going to make you money. Those aren't going to attract an audience. You mentioned a lot of people go through this, by the way. Ah, I feel like podcasting is pretty cool. I'm going to sit down with a couple of my friends, a couple of my buddies, and we're, we're going to record a show. Yeah. That might be super fun. That's probably not going to attract a big audience right away. Joe Rogan can do whatever the crap Joe Rogan wants because he's massive, but you and I can't. I, I can't do that for my own podcast. Exactly. It has to be very intentional to make a profit. There's a trade-off. It goes both ways. I don't know where the line is. You don't know where the line is. It's something we all have to figure out, right? Like the balance between doing what I want and then doing what's going to actually make money. There's a trade-off always. And then number three, I forgot number three, Jason. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I had three bullet points in my head and I forgot the third one. No, I get it. No, yeah. So especially number one, uh, I mean, is is my decision and anyone else's decision if they want to start blogging or podcasting or uh, being a YouTuber. Uh, you it empowers you to do what you want to do. Um, and also the second one, which is I think is the most important, is definitely the the target audience and what are you trying to accomplish or who are you trying to, what, um, what group of people or listeners are you trying to get to listen 
and be able to make that profit off of. And I, I think that's where I'm at in my whole decision of podcasting is yeah. who am I trying to target? Like, I still want to have fun and, you know, talk with friends and family and, and joke around and clown around. So maybe that will just be my little, my hobby podcast where I just want to clown around and don't really care if anybody else listens, but we just sit there and talk and just re- basically record our conversations that we have. Yeah. But on the other end, it's like, man, like you, like you said about maybe if it's, you know, $5,000 extra month, uh, I know I'm kind of jumping the gun on that, but even if it's a thousand, like, you know, something that I can do, I would definitely. Yeah. Oh, I thought of number three. I thought of number three. You want to hear it? Yep. Uh, Yeah. The number, the number three thing would be to give yourself grace and patience for figuring that out. Uh, If you're anything like me, which hopefully you're not, but if you're anything like me, I'm a very impatient (laughs) person. I wouldn't necessarily call myself competitive a whole lot, but I'm, I'm extremely impatient, impatient with my kids impatient in my life and my goals and business. Like just, I'm an impatient person and I really have to sit down and be intentional about, okay, Pete, I don't need to make this decision right now. I can give myself a little bit of breathing room. Or if I'm Jason, I can actually just take six months and have fun with the podcast and figure out what I want from there. Like you don't have to know everything before you start. You don't have to know everything three months in or six months in or a hundred episodes in, you're going to figure things out along the path, whether you plan on it or not. So you might as well take the approach of being patient with yourself and just knowing that things will work out. I will figure things out, but just give yourself a little bit of grace. You don't have to do it right now. That's point number three. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate that, man. That's that's definitely some great words of advice. And I think (laughs) that that can apply to, you know, just life in general of, Oh, not yeah. even like podcasting or blogging is just definitely giving yourself some grace and, and thinking things through. I don't, I, I'm, I guess my wife would say I'm impatient. I don't think I am, but I guess when it comes to certain things, I'm impatient. I'm, I'm pretty, a, a really chill person. But like you said, like if, if something's on my mind and I, and I have an, these ideas and I want to get something done or if I want to do it, then I really can't think of anything else but that. And I'm sitting here like, like rushing myself to get it done or get to, you know, reach this goal or this milestone. So I, I definitely have to take a step back as far as, you know, my goals and, and what I want to do with podcasting and just kind of see where it takes me. So definitely yeah, appreciate that advice. Yeah, no problem. So let's talk about the the YouTube channel, how I found you. Um, and we'll kind of dibble and dabble on and the, the, the verses of YouTubing and, and podcasting and your opinion about it. But how long have you been YouTubing? Uh, full-time YouTuber for about a year now. That was my grand experiment for 2020 was trying a new platform out. I know I didn't want to write a whole lot more. I didn't want to produce blog content a whole lot more. I was kind of tired of it. I don't actually think I can. That's not like my my zone of genius, quote unquote. It's not what I do best or even better than other people. I do think I do live speaking and video better than most. I'm not the best, but it's one of my unique advantages more so than other people. I've always kind of known that. Like I enjoy doing video, which also says a lot, by the way, some people hate it. They shouldn't do YouTube. I actually enjoy it. Uh, (laughs) I've known that for like three years. So late 2019, I kind of made a decision. I was like 2020, I think I'm going to go all in on YouTube as my, as my main platform, as my main 
marketing strategy to reach more people, reach new people. That that was the only decision I made. I was like, I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to try it and just see how it goes. And I think it worked pretty well. Obviously, well, first of all, you found me. That's great. Yep. <laughs> um, I, I still enjoy doing it. I do think I still have a bit of a competitive advantage, more so than blogging, at least. And one thing, so I can, for those listening, I, I can actually see some of Jason's notes right now. And you mentioned this, like podcasting versus YouTube. Mm-hmm versus blogging versus anything else for that matter. I I still podcast and I do YouTube at the same time because I actually think they're quite different. And I want to talk about, this is getting into the weeds a little bit. Jason, just yank me back up. This no is problem. You or your audience don't care about. I like to think of it as acquisition based versus everything else. So a lot of things need to happen for someone to have a business. You need to have leads coming in. You need to have new eyeballs, whether that's from buying a billboard to your you know small business in your hometown or producing blog content for Google SEO or YouTube videos, whatever. Like you need to have acquisition. You need to be acquiring new people that haven't heard of you before ever. Like referral, refer a friend or whatever it is. You have to have that. You also have to have the component of building trust with an audience. You have to. I don't go to restaurants that my other friends say are crappy. Uh, Every now and then I'll try out new businesses or new restaurants or new things and then pay them money immediately, but not when it's a hard decision, especially not in my niche. Uh, When I'm talking about starting a podcast, starting a blog, starting an online business, people need to know me before they pay me money for things. People need to trust me before they take my recommendations. Before I can really help people, they have to know me and trust me. Those are two different functions. The no like, and trust factor, a lot of people will call it that, yeah. and the acquisition. So for me, podcasting is less of an acquisition thing. You can, you can build an audience just podcasting. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but it's going to take a while, and it's going to be a little bit different of an audience. That's going to be a different journey. Whereas YouTube, for me, and I'll also argue like, SEO for a blogging strategy or running paid ads like Facebook ads or YouTube ads or Google ads or whatever. That is only for acquisition for the most part. Like like that it's the, it's focus, right? So I do YouTube for acquisition. YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world. It's owned by the first largest search engine in the world, Google, right? It is for acquisition. That is why I YouTube. That's not why I podcast. I podcast for the other part. For the building uh, an authoritative brand to be super yeah. fancy, building up trust <laughs> with an audience. That's why I podcast. And I think a little bit of that happens on YouTube. And I think a little bit of acquisition happens through podcasting, but they serve different purposes. They have different strengths and weaknesses. So that's my argument for the, like, should people podcast? Should people blog? Should people YouTube? Should people do other stuff? Is to just think through that. All the platforms have different strengths and weaknesses. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, just listening to you explain it that way kind of made me say, well, damn, maybe I should do both. <laughs> My wife is going to be like, no, uh, we need to just wait a minute and just try to get this off the ground first. Yeah. Oh, you want a sales pitch? You don't sure. have to buy anything, but I thought this sure. would be interesting. So every now and then I will do like a podcast interview or I'll be talking to somebody and this will come up. Being on 
multiple platforms, whatever that looks like, <laughs> podcasting and YouTube or blogging and podcasting or vice versa, whatever, being everywhere, right? At this point, I would say like, ooh, you know what, Jason? I used to be in your shoes before I started on YouTube and it took me a little while, but I have actually figured out how to repurpose content using like my own little systems that I built from trial and error mm -hmm. to make it take absolutely no more time, like very little time. And I can be on the blog, the podcast, the YouTube, Instagram stories, Instagram live, like all these other things. Yeah. And just for you today, only Jason, a one-time deal. I'm joking, by the way. I'm being sarcastic now for people <laughs> listening. I put this into a course. It's called Content Everywhere. You can find it at doyouevenblog.com slash content everywhere. And it's my system for promoting and repurposing content. There's my sales pitch. Don't actually go buy it, Jason, by the way. Hey, but I'll, Hey, I'll check it out, though. Hey, you know. Um, see what I, I did there? I'm, 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 yeah, I love it. See what I did there? <laughs> that was pretty smooth. I took that opportunity. Yeah, I, the real, uh, just a way in on your, your, your topic here. I do think there are some ways to have the benefits of both. I talked about the acquisition phase. I talked about a building trust with an audience phase. I do think there are ways to do both. I usually just to spoil it for everybody, by the way, I don't actually want people to go buy that just from listening to it on a podcast, but to spoil it, I always recommend people stick with one primary channel as in you need to have one that is just like your baby. And if the podcast doesn't happen, nothing else happens. Like you need to choose what that is. And it should be based on your strengths and what you want to do, by the way. For me, that's not blogging. I don't like blogging. I like doing the other two first. Um, but after you have that, there are some tools, both free and paid, out there that could make, for your example, let's talk about YouTube, um, that will make taking your podcast episode and pretty quickly and easily turning it into a YouTube video. It might not be the world's best YouTube video, but it's something. You're still getting some of those benefits and it's not your main channel, so you don't really care, right? And just to throw one at you, Jason, Headliner. Headliner.com or Headliner.app. I don't remember. It's one of these tools where you can you can upload audio and it turns it into like an audiogram and you can show subtitles or you could like upload a background image or it's just, you, you go to that website, you can kind of see what it does. That's one way to pretty quickly and easily get a YouTube video out of a podcast episode. Wow. And this exists for all sorts of things. If you did YouTube, First and foremost, if you did blogging, first and foremost, you could. there are ways to turn that into audio. There are ways to put that on YouTube. Um, yeah, the system's out there. You just got to do some digging. Okay. All right. Appreciate that. Headliner.app. Is that what it is? I couldn't remember. Yep. Headliner.app. I looked it up as you were telling me. Yeah. Good. And, right. I, and I, I also, you know, just, just staying, on, staying on track with that, I, um, I was wondering, I was like, you know, because I, I did an episode with my wife. I was like, this whole time, and this is the first episode I recorded, I was like, I wonder if I should record this and video it at the same time as we're doing this podcast. And, you know, mm -hmm. just kind of like have the YouTube track, I would say, and then the, the podcast track. But I was like, mm -hmm. nah, I kind of chicken out this because I was like, man, I don't know how I'm going to sound on this podcast. And I don't want to look silly and, and look like I don't know what the hell I'm talking about or look what I'm doing or look like a first timer. So I, I just decided not to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I should have done it though. <laughs> well, that's okay. You'll learn as you go along. Like I said, grace, right? Like, well, try it one day. Yeah. Um, by the way, that's totally out of content everywhere. That's one of the things I talk about. That's a great way. If you're doing, actually, if you're doing either one, if you're podcasting first and foremost, or if you're YouTubing first and foremost, yeah, 
record video while you're podcasting and then put it on YouTube. Um, another, a good example of this is my friend, Dustin, Dustin Heiner. I don't remember how to spell his last name. People can go look him up. He is one of these like repurpose guys. Like it's very simple. It's not fancy at all. He's not a fancy content producer. He talks about real estate investing, by the way. Yeah. Um, but that's what he does. He, I think, he, I think it's his podcast is like a primary channel or whatnot. But yeah, he just started recording video and just uploads it. Like not a whole lot of editing, not a whole lot of features. I think maybe he like pays somebody part time to edit now, or I don't know. But he did that for the longest time. That's actually what I suggest doing. It's a great way to get more exposure right there. Okay, I right. appreciate that. Thanks. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I don't mind being on camera. I don't know if my wife or anyone else how they feel about it. I don't mind being on it at all, but. I definitely think I have to take your advice on that. I think it does. I think it will help just boost because because I'm 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 torn in would a person listen to me first before they've seen me. If that makes sense, it's like, well, I know what he looks like. I know who he is. So let me listen to his podcast or it's like, well, let me listen to his podcast first and then I'll go check out and see what he looks like or who he is. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the only way to figure that information out is probably just to try stuff and see what happens. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You'll figure it out. We all do. It just takes a while. So as we're getting ready to, you know, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know we had an hour block. I really wanted to get, and you've been giving me a lot of jewels and a lot of advice, but any advice that you have for a specific blogger or YouTuber or a person that wants to go into you, uh, excuse me, podcasting, like what is your advice that you would give to them? Starting out fresh. Starting out fresh. Thinking about starting any of those things. Yep. Uh um. Okay, so that that was a little broad. If it were yeah, just well, blogging. No, no, no. That's okay. <laughs> it's a different piece of advice I have. If you had just talked about blogging or just talked about podcasting, I would have I would have done a cop out. Jason would have been like, Well, I think you should follow me. And I think yeah. you should follow some <laughs> other people. Go to doyouvenblog.com. And I got lots of resources right there on the home page, yada, yada. But I actually like the broad approach um, because it's a different piece of advice. My advice, and we actually already talked about this just a little bit, would be to jump in before you're ready. Start before it's perfect. Start now, today, knowing that it's going to be terrible. Mm -hmm. And we talked about great. I keep throwing that word out, but I, I really do mean this. Jump in now. Start today. And figure things out as you go along. It's going to feel weird when you do this and you want to turn it into a business or you want to grow it and get an audience or you want to do this and you want to do that. If you're anything like me, you're super impatient or anything like, you know, Jason per his wife, super impatient. <laughs> uh, you'll figure things out as you go along. But if you're even remotely interested in starting, please do. Please do. You owe it to yourself to have fun with a new hobby, with a new project, potentially a business. Just start today. Go to YouTube, follow me, listen to this podcast, like get, you know, keep learning as you go along, but start today. It's going to be terrible. You're going to look bad in your closet recording. You're going to look <laughs> stupid writing content that's absolutely stinks. That's just, that's what everybody does. It's totally okay. Just start now to see if you like it, to see what's going to happen and what's become of it. And you'll figure out the rest as you go along. That's my advice. Yeah, I think that's great advice. Just, just go do it. Um, nothing else. Well, they say nothing, to, nothing to it but to do it. And I think I like that. It's a great way to go about it. So, 
And I'm so sorry because I didn't, I don't think I've ever, I didn't tell you what the hell the name of the podcast is. Well, this podcast is called <laughs> Everybody's Somebody. So and what I mean by that is everyone is someone, you know, um, and I have a little blurb and trailer about it, but it just seems like, you know, everyone's caught up or wanting to be famous and it's just, you know, celebrate, celebritized. I don't even know if that's a word, but like what that. about people that are not? You know, um, just just everyday people just trying to make a living like yourself, you know, was a CPA, you know, but it was like, you know what? Screw it. I want to I want to blog. I want a podcast. I want to YouTube. I want to be uh, I want to help people with online businesses. Now I'm making six figures. So people that may not know you like just everyday people. And that's really the sole purpose of this podcast is to talk with people, everyday people, you know, the somebodies with the different walks, the different lives, the different stories and just hear from them. Yeah, I first of all, I love that. Kudos to you. Um, this inspires the little rant, and that is imposter syndrome. I don't know if you've, you're familiar with that term. Nope, but, but I'll look it up. <laughs> you know, basically, what a lot of people do is they think they aren't somebody. They would like to be somebody. They would like to have an impact on their community. They would like to have an impact on their kids. They would like to just have an impact and feel important. We want this as human beings. All of us do. But one thing that kind of blocks us is, well, who am I? <laughs> who am I to, t- to teach a mandolin class at my local um, church? To yeah. who am I to start a podcast and tell people about personal finance? To help people in their marketing? To teach people how to meal prep? To whatever it is, man, like fill in the blank, niche topic, etc. Who am I to yada yada yada? Right? That's imposter syndrome. I'm not an expert. I'm not an expert. Well, here's my thing. I think this goes right with your listeners here. First of all, we're all not experts. Yeah. <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> if you went to your local coffee shop, your local Starbucks, which no one should do right now because we're all in pandemic. But when the pandemic's over, you go to your local coffee shop. There's 30 people in there. How many of those people know what you know about personal finance, about dog sitting, about knitting, about weightlifting, whatever it is, whatever you're interested in, whatever your passion is, whatever your topic is, how many of those people know what you know? My guess is zero. They all know some things. They might exercise. They might weightlift, right? They might have dogs, but you have stuff that you can teach people and you owe it to them to do it. If given the opportunity, if given the opportunity, that's a big, but there, of course. But my point (laughs) is everybody is somebody. We all have something to learn and we all have something to teach and for anybody interested in my topics, start creating content, starting an online business, podcasting, blogging, YouTube, whatever, man, these are my people. I will help you get over that imposter syndrome, sure enough, because you do have stuff to give. Yeah. And I just want to inspire people to go, to take ownership of that. No, you're not an expert. You never will be, probably. <laughs> We're all not an expert. We're all imposters in some way, but other people can learn from you easily. There you go. There's my rant. Appreciate it. Hey, I mean, shoot, I, that's, I, I should have used that as my trailer. We're definitely on the same page, man. Um, every, and that was, and, and I'm all about the people, man. I'm all about, you know, just learning more and, and just hearing different sides and just learning about, like I said, that people's different walks of life. So that's why I wanted to reach out to you and just get you on a podcast and just hear more about you. I, I, once I saw you on YouTube, you know, I was like, man, he, he has the checklist, he has a YouTube channel, he has a podcast, he blogs. So 
I'm trying to learn. I'm all about learning more because I, like you said, everybody's not experts, but if you're willing to help someone, which you did for me, which I thank you for, I just want to learn and, and pass along my knowledge and get you on a podcast. So for any of my friends or family or, you know, people that don't know me that may listen to this podcast, then they're like, Hey, that guy, Pete, let me look him up. He said a lot of things that, you know, pink my interest. And now I want to start doing one of the three, or maybe if it's something else, or maybe they contact you with, you know, helping them grow their online business, whatever that may be. So that's, that's what I'm all about, man. And that's what this podcast is all about. I love it, dude. Doing the Lord's work. So, I approve. <laughs> <laughs> so on my, on my podcast, I have a thing where I finish with all my guests with their top fives of something. So like, for instance, I, I interviewed my brother, uh, he played college football. So I asked, he's a, a football, yeah, college football player. So I asked him his top five football players and all that stuff. And, and a friend I had, he's actually a wrestler, an amateur wrestler. He probably killed me for saying he's an amateur, but he's an amateur wrestler in the Charlotte area where we live at. So I asked him his favorite five wrestlers of all time, three of which I've never heard of. He's, and he's very serious about wrestling, <laughs> but that's just another story for another day. Um, so for you blogger podcasting, but I stuck to podcasting. And my, my question for you is your top five podcasts that you suggest to people to listen to, um, what would it be? Mm -hmm. Okay. I love this. I love, love, love podcasts. I love this. So the first one is going to be the hardest. Okay. This is a little bit of a cop out, but I really want people to do this. And then I'm going to give you four specific podcasts. But the first one, I would tell anybody, like, what is your main hobby? And I mean, hobby, like hobby, hobby, like, yeah, yeah. I play computer games. I play chess. Those are two of my hobbies right there. Okay. Uh, I want people to go Apple Podcasts, or you can just go to Google if you want and type in top chess podcast. Okay. Or if you're into knitting or if you're into running or if you're into skiing, I like to ski as well. Uh, top skiing podcast and download a few episodes of all of them. I mean, like the top five, the shows, right? There's get like 10 to 20 episodes you know, scattered here and there. If they have older episodes, go grab some older ones. If they have a new one, grab a new one and do that. So that's my, that's my first recommendation. It's a little bit of a cop out, but choose your top hobby and go Google top fill in the blank podcast, and then just grab some. And if you do that, by the way, you'll probably find two or three that kind of stink and they're not for you, <laughs> but you'll probably find one or two. They'd be like, oh, man, guys, oh, I love this podcast. This is great. She's awesome. All right. So that's number one. Number two, for anybody... <laughs> <laughs> I just figured I should recommend my own podcast. I'm not going to do that. That that thought popped in my head. It's like, oh, promote your own crap, Pete. No. So, podcast number two, a lot. Of, it's probably the most popular podcast of all time. Um, well, maybe that's Joe Rogan, but not Joe Rogan. Serial from NPR. S E R I A L, as in like serial killer, like serial. This podcast absolutely changed the game of podcasting. Like, if you look at a graph for podcast listenership all around the entire world. It just skyrockets up when this podcast hit the scene. And it's wow. fantastic. Season one. Don't go. Don't bother going into season two. But when season one came out, it's kind of like a murder mystery. It's actually yes. technically a true crime. My coworkers talked about this. Oh, man. That will change. That will make you a podcast listener. If you're not already, and if you already are, and you haven't listened to it, that's it. So, I think it was actually produced by NPR, but it's Serial, S-E-R-I-A-L. That's number two. Um, number three, again, this is a bit of a cop-out. Go find a comedy podcast, something that makes you laugh. 
And I'll just throw out mine. Um, I, I have listened to Joe Rogan. He's not actually my favorite. I actually, the first podcast I ever listened to was the Adam Carolla show. Okay. Full disclosure. It's like, it's definitely R rated and yeah. people can debate whether or not he's actually a, a, a butthead, so to speak. I don't know if we can curse on your show, Jason, but <laughs> people debate that. And I don't listen to him all the time just because that is the case. But every time I listen to that show, it makes me laugh. Every time I do. And so people have different, you know, sense of humor or whatever, but mm-hmm. go out there and search for a show that makes you laugh. That's number three. Number four. Oh man, I got a lot here. Uh, I want to give people a true crime podcast. I wouldn't consider myself like a true crime junkie for those that don't know what true crime means. It basically just means like people who pod- there's a lot of these out there, by the way, people podcast about real life m- crime mysteries, unsolved cases, you know, different stuff like that. And there's a bajillion true crime podcasts. I'm not like a true crime mega fan, but over the past year or so, I've got some recommendations from people and I just love them. Like it is some of the best audio content to consume ever. And I could throw out a few of my favorites. Cold is one. C-O-L-D. Cold. 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 And... Man, God, I, there's a lot I've listened to. I can't actually think of Homecoming as another good podcast. Um, Homecoming. Yeah, that was a little bit different. That was actually scripted. That was fiction, but it's really good. Uh, I'm having trouble here. Coming up for the fifth one. What about? Okay, I got one. How about this? Uh, Brene Brown. Brene, Brene Brown, Brown. Yeah, if you haven't seen her TED Talk or read the book Power of Vulnerability... It's absolutely fantastic, by the way. And she launched her podcast, I think, mid-2020, late 2020. She is my favorite, like, kind of self-helpy leader, right? She talks a lot about leadership. She talks a lot about shame. Um, The Power of Vulnerability is a fantastic book. It's one of the best-selling books in the past, like, decade, for sure. It's on the New York Times bestseller for years and years. Um, Go check out Brene Brown's podcast. I think that's all I got. There were some okay. cop-outs in there, Jason. Hopefully hey, that made no, out. Hey, perfectly fine. Hey, your top five is your top five. So all right. all I have right, two like things. Uh, when you talked about comedy. So I'm all about my my sense of humor. I listen to anything. I love funny stuff. Anybody's funny. So when I, I lied, when I said Joe Rogan was the first podcast I really started listening to, it was actually Brilliant Idiots mm. with uh, Andrew Schultz, who's a comedian, and Charlemagne the God, who's on The Breakfast Club. So they have a podcast together. That was the first podcast I listened to. I haven't really listened to it in a while, but when they first came on, it was just crazy. And they talked about a lot of crazy stuff and it was funny. And as far as true crimes, I'm a true crimes junkie. My really? wife would, oh man, I love the ID channel. Invasion, investigation Discovery. Oh my goodness. I'll watch that all day long. My wife hates it. But every every single show on there, I pretty much know or have seen all the episodes when we're laying down watching TV at night. So... It sucks that they moved a lot of them over to Discovery Plus, which sucks because I don't want to pay for it. Yeah. But I'm all about true crime shows. Okay. So I got another top five for you. I'm going to go ask you for two. The first ones were obviously the the suggestions for podcasts. But the second one is your top five wish list of podcasters you could get on your podcast. Um, st- You mean guests to come on my show? Yes. Yeah, yeah guests who come on, on your show. show. Okay. Correct. Brene Brown, obviously, is is sincerely one of them. Um, I actually crossed one off the bucket list. 
just a couple of months ago, Seth Godin, who's a, a marketer and author, and he runs a podcast and is one of the top marketers of all time. Uh, I had him on my show just a couple of months ago, so I got to cross that one off right there. Uh, Barack Obama, easily, mm, <laughs> top man, five. Man. You know what? I would just throw Michelle out there yep, as well. Got I, to, got to. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I would go nuts if I could get either one of those two on a podcast. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I feel like Bill Murray. But Bill by Murray, the way, yeah. these people, I mean, I run a podcast on online business. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> Barack Obama's not going to come on my podcast to talk about that. But you asked for just top five people. You never so know. <laughs> and then, what was that, like three or four? I was trying to think of somebody that was actually relevant for my audience. Um, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. That's all I got so far. Hey, it's cool. Hey, you, and it's funny that you said, you know, people that were relevant for your audience. Like you said, when you were talking about going to like a coffee shop, you know, sometimes it's just not, you know, if you, you interview someone, it may not be relevant to your audience, but it's kind of good to throw, you know, a wrench out there and just interview someone different and just hear from someone different than what you're typically used to hearing from. So I agree. 100%. Oh, man, Obama's, the Obama's. Oh, man. If, if I got them, I probably would be like, you know what? I'm done. I know. <laughs> you can't go up from here. That's yeah. that's the best you can do. Yeah, yeah. No. Well, I think that's about it, man. I really appreciate you, Pete, hopping on here with me, man. Um, it was truly an honor to speak with you and to listen to you, you know, just give your your background and just your history and everything you've been doing. Uh before we close out, you can you can throw out all your everything that you do, man. <laughs> Shout out to the audience, to everything that you do. Yeah, uh, I do too much. So the one thing I tell people now is if you if you want to see what I'm up to and you you know you're interested in the blogging and podcasting and the online business world, just go to my homepage. Like that's it. You can find the podcast and the YouTube from there. So that's do you even blog.com. And yeah, I got lots of handy resources right there for getting started or if you're already doing this, some more advanced stuff as well. And that's it. All right. Cool. Cool. Hey, man, I really appreciate it, Pete. Um, hopefully I wasn't a bad uh, host and interviewer. Uh, it's kind of, you know, I'm kind of new to this, so I just want to make sure. Yeah, that's imposter syndrome I hear in your voice right there, Jason. This was <laughs> great, man. Your microphone sounds great. You asked fun questions. You laughed. You were lively and conversational. This was like the perfect podcast interview. I can't say that for <laughs> all of it. you. So you did a great it. job. Appreciate Seriously, it, man. I mean, Thank you. Well, Pete, man, enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy the rest of your day, man. And keep doing what you're doing, man. You too, Jason. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Yo, hold up. This episode is over, but don't forget, go hit that like and subscribe button for me. Thanks for listening.